Dudes to Dads, brought to you by Dad University, is a podcast to help men understand and navigate the transition of being a single dude into a family man. How do we make sense of it all? Well, we probably won't be able to, but let's go ahead and have some fun trying. And we are back. We are back. I'm Jason Kreidman. I'm Alan Bush. And this is Dudes to Dads, episode 206. That's 206. Is listening? <laughs> right. Uh, In case you are not numerically inclined. Yes. Tonight's episode is how to be more patient with your child. Mm. An interesting one, huh? Yeah. So I think, I think as, and I, I can't speak, you know, for that, but like, I imagine that you run out of patience a lot. Me? No, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm Zen master. Uh, Alan, what yeah. are you thinking? I forgot about that. No, I mean, if, if anyone's listened to any of our episodes, <laughs> uh, you, you've probably guessed that I, Jason operate at just kind of a fairly uh, high energy level. Yeah, sure. You know, just Your frequency is not always no. because of caffeine. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> And I, but sometimes I get si- excited about stuff, especially when I'm really passionate or I'm talking. But so, you know, when you go, talk about personality types, I'm a quote type A yes. personality, yes. as they call double A, triple A, I don't triple know. A, yeah. yeah. Whatever batteries you need. There's so no B batteries. You no, know I know. It? So what happens though, and what comes along with that type A personality is very low patience. Mm-hmm. Most of the time. I'm not saying everybody, sure. but it's kind of seems to go hand in hand. You're uptight, you're type A, you're high energy, sure. it sort of happens. Yeah, yeah. And I and basically I hate to wait. Like I hate waiting. <laughs> I hate right. things that are slow, people are you like, that are slow. I don't have all minute. Are you in front of the microwave waiting for it to get totally? Done? I mean, I'm running my finger under the faucet to thinking it's gonna go faster. <laughs> you know, all of those things. Sure. I want things done immediately. Yeah. I'm impatient. Okay. So when you have children, it messes that up. Mm-hmm. It, it's they really have their own agenda, yeah. their own schedule, their own timeline, and they do things really slow. Sure, really slow. Well, they only have some a limited amount of space they can operate in, right? Because they're yeah, smaller they, people and not experienced. Yeah, Wh- they can't whatever walk as fast they or... also enjoy the moment, right? <laughs> yeah, they're very zen. I mean, like you're walking down the street and they get distracted by a yeah. flower, and you're like, "Oh, <laughs> let's spend time at the flower," and you're like, "No, we need to go somewhere. Got to be and, somewhere." Right? They're like, well, I want to smell so this. It, it becomes a little difficult when you have children Mm -hmm. would you say alan that you are you are on the side of being more patient or less patient i'm on the more patient side and i'm not saying that just because i I would think i am well compared to me yes but i'm just saying in general yeah by any comparison (laughs) no but i mean no even without comparing to you i I do think i'm on the more patient side because that being said though as i get older and as i have more responsibilities that are in the quote-unquote type a category when you're like leading a team or you're you're becoming more like i need to do this i need to do that then i have less patience i'm like uh what like (laughs) well is your patience level different in different aspects of your life yes. like i mean your personal life 100%. you might be a little bit more patient i'm way more your... patient in my personal life yeah uh, in my yeah. In professional life actually i am patient but then i'm like when i see things that are like constantly doing the same thing over again and it's not productive i'm like why are you doing that like i don't understand this and like, i just let me just do it myself so you get impatient yeah, yeah i get impatient okay sometimes. well that's good yeah kind of kinship there <laughs> um well so you know in having kids i i had to learn to be more patient right it's just 
it's, I don't know. Um, so what I thought I would do is share some of the things that I've learned because I really, I, you know, as much as I joke about it now, I actually am a lot more patient now than I used to be. Oh yeah. And part of that is obviously the children kind of force that upon you, but I also have <laughs> sure. had to practice it um, in order to accommodate. Well, and know? I will say, you know, having known you for a while and, and worked with you as, and, and, and this is not trying to blow up your ego or anything, but I do, well, you can do that. But, but, but I, I have noticed that you've, you always take into consideration, Hey, what can I be doing better? And then some of that accommodates like, all right, yeah, I'm an alpha person. Yeah, I have these traits, but let me see if I can work on this and turn that into something more constructive rather than this deconstructive thing that I've been doing. Mm -hmm. So, um, and kids probably really helped with that. I imagine, <laughs> you know, and, but also being a manager and being, you know, at the yeah. times we were working together, you were trying to figure that out. You had, you had come off of owning your own business yep. and now you own your own business again. But like at the time we were working together, we were working for someone else. So you have to figure yep. out how to be a better manager and how to work with other people in a certain context. So right. I think having kids also is kind of translated into that. Yeah, well, yeah, no, for sure. Having children, uh, you're sort of forced to be. Yeah, um, not gonna I, I mean, I guess you you can decide not to be patient, <laughs> right? Uh, but it's a losing battle. You know? <laughs> it, 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 you're just not going to win. Right. So, you know, patience is a virtue, sure. as they say. Um, it is a skill that can help you battle anger and help you get along with other people, as right. you've said, in you know, your workplace. Yeah. So, but the most important thing, obviously, it can help you better deal with your kids. And so I want to go over a couple different ways that I have been able to be more patient and techniques that I've used um, in, in especially dealing with my children. So the first thing is to pause before reacting. Mm. So... I think I have been in the past and I try not to be as much now is to be a quick responder or a quick reactor. Hmm. In other words, something happens and I react very quickly to right. it. Sometimes that's certainly good, you know, depending on the situation. But when we're talking about your children and maybe something in the context of going bad or anything else, um, you pause right. and you can do that a few different ways. I mean, you can count to 10, you know, which is a you know common thing. You can just, uh, you could leave the room. Sure. You know, I mean, just hey, I'm gonna take a break. I'm gonna I'm gonna walk out of the room, or it could just be taking a couple a couple breaths. Mm -hmm. You know, and I find myself, especially now that I mean, I've been meditating now for years. Mm -hmm that that muscle is much stronger with me. So I can you know I can feel myself. Wanting to react sure. and saying, hey, yeah, and kind of breathe into it yeah. and say, you know what, let me just take a second here. I know that my, you know, my gut reaction is probably not the best because my gut reaction is probably wanting to yell or get upset or do something. And that's not going to be productive. Here. Right. So my brain triggers and and, and I do that. Um and, you know, it's really important to recognize yourself getting impatient so that you can slow yourself down. Right. I do feel like meditation has been a big asset of that, yeah. you know, and not, you know, the meditation's done in a different time. It's, but that, like I said, that muscle has been built to sort of be able to slow down. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I, and in fact, I did it today. Did you? Yeah. I mean, I had multiple <laughs> situations that were causing me to feel, you know, um, sort of anxious. I was going to say like anxiety. And, yeah. Just yeah. a little bit of, you know, a little anxious. And I was like, I had to sort of 
try to calm myself. Now I wasn't always working throughout the day, but towards the end of the day, it, um, you know, it, it sort of, you have to give up at a certain point <laughs> and the universe is, is working in its own sure. way and yeah. you, you, you got to kind of do that. So that's something though, of just pausing before reacting is important. Uh, the second thing, don't, don't take it personally. So your three-year-old is not trying to ruin your day. They're not trying to ruin your day. They're actually not concerned with you at all. Right. They're just three years old. Yeah. They're concerned more with them. Right. Just what's happening, yeah. whatever it is, you know? And, and, and so in these situations, like, you know, one example might be is like when you're, you're talking to your three-year-old and you're like, really, you know, you're not listening to me. I've asked you four times. They really like I've asked you four times and obviously you don't want to listen to me or you're not hearing me or whatever, you know, that that is. And the truth is, is like, they're not trying to ruin your day. Right. Their intention is not bad. Yeah. You know, they're just three years old and they don't get it. Yeah. They're trying to, yeah, they're trying to figure out their own. So if you can separate yourself from that and not take it so personally, because we take our children's actions so personally, like, that they are disobeying us and that they're defying us. Mm-hmm. And that, like, especially as men, I mean, it's a big problem and that affects our patience. And so our fuse gets very, is very short, you know, in that aspect. Yeah. So you have to learn not to take it personally. Um, you know, they're not out to get us. They really don't want to make our life miserable at least while they're young. <laughs> yeah. It might change when they're a teenager. When they get a little older. A little, little more manipulation going on there. There's a little bit more directive. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Direct yeah. thought about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well. So don't take it personally. Okay. <laughs> uh, number three, change expectations. Uh, realize that your four-year-old is being distracted by something. You know, it could be like, like I gave the example of flowers and you're walking. Well, it's not like doing that as a four-year-old is a totally normal activity. And so we have an expectation. It's like, Oh, we have an expectation that a three-year-old is going to sit quietly in a restaurant for an hour and a half. (laughs) It's not realistic. So you have to have age appropriate, realistic expectations of, of what's going on and, and, and and the nuances, you know, you know, can a two-year-old sit through a two hour wedding? Right. Probably not a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so those are the things like we have these expectations that we think our child should be able to do something. And the truth is, it's normal behavior for them not yeah, to be able to do it or. Do, yeah. You know. I mean, I see kids in restaurants all the time that just their energy, they're ADD, but it's not ADD for yeah. them. It's just that's their, their attention spans only limited. Right. And to them, an hour seems like forever. And it is. And it is. And it is for me. And I'm 40 something. <laughs> <Right>. So it's. <laughs> I just know that, yeah. you know, that, that can happen. So yeah. you got to change your expectations. And we used to say that all the time about, you know, my kids where we'd say, Oh, that's right. She's only four years old. <laughs> you know, like we would remind ourselves. Um, and so when you have a better understanding that your child is probably just like every other child of that age, your patient starts to improve yeah. because you don't get upset at these kinds of situations. And so that's something that I think, you know, has, has helped for me is kind of understanding um, and, and, and changing the expectations based on sort of the age or yeah. even the individual child. Right. I mean, you sort of, you know, that one of your children might be able to do one thing where the other one might not be there yet. Right. You know, might be able to do that. Yeah. So number four, repeat a mantra. And so 
this is something um, I learned in an in a uh, an audio book that I once listened to, and the gentleman had said, "I will not let this break my serenity." And that was something yeah. he, he would say that over and over and over yeah. again. And so when I feel my patience being tested, I actually use that or say to myself, like, listen, I am not going to let them break my serenity. Mm-hmm. Like I'm calm right now. I'm not going to let that happen. Mm-hmm. And I'll even say it out loud. And so the mantra sort of, you know, reminds myself that it's, it's important to watch what you're doing, be mindful of it, and then to slow down. Right. And, and the mantra sort of brings you back to that. And you can say whatever you want and create whatever you want. I mean, um, but for me, that that that's worked. So I like it. Number five, uh, meditation. And so I, me- I just mentioned this earlier, is that I'm not talking about the actual, you know, meditating during a situation that you're faced with. <laughs> They're talking to you. Hold on, I got to meditate. Yeah, um, which is, that's really the breathing and everything else. It's really the practice of, med- of meditation on an ongoing basis that that's been extremely valuable for me. Like I said, it's a, it's a muscle that is cre- then created to be able to slow yourself down. Well, where did you learn to meditate? Um, I actually went to a practitioner. Uh, I was recommended to me. I was looking for something and um, a, a nutritionist that I knew recommended it because okay. um, I'd expressed some interest in it. And so I actually went to uh, a gentleman who, who, like kind of taught me how, okay. and then I read a couple things and then I just ended up practicing. Um, the one thing I will say about meditation is that it, it, even if you don't feel like you're doing it well, you know, cause people are very critical of themselves sure, and they're doing yeah, it, yeah. do it anyway. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like going to the gym. You don't go there for three days and then go, I'm totally ripped. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You know, I have it all down. Yeah. Down. I mean, it, it's something that takes to me, I mean, I, it's still to this. I've been doing it for years, mm. and I still I get distracted. I get you know, all kinds of stuff happens. Oh, that wasn't great. And then there's other days where it's like, wow, that felt really good. But yeah. either way, I still do the practice. Sure, sure. And that's something I think people need to keep in mind because they'll go, oh, I did it for a week, but I didn't feel anything. Or, There's not you know, instantaneous gratification. Yeah, yeah. But I have found that as a, re- I, I, this is what I attribute it to, is that as a result of that, I find that I'm able to calm myself better and mm. easier kind of going back to the, whether it's the breathing or it's the just, okay, let me just sit here for a second. Like, right. like I can literally change my heart rate. Yeah. I, mean, I have a heart rate monitor. I can yeah. change my heart rate just sitting here thinking about it. That's yeah. That's great. You know, and slowing it down on now I have something that monitors on my hand. And most of the time <laughs> it's pretty high because my blood pressure and heart sure, rate go sure. up. Right. But when I'm mindful about it, I can actually bring it down pretty low. Right. So it is something that is controllable. Right. That's what that tells me is like, wow, you know, I can actually control that. Yeah. So, yeah. so I, I, I think it's really important. Um, number six, think of yourself as a coach. So the mindset is that as a, instead of a parent, you are a coach. And when you think of yourself as a coach, you approach situations differently. You, go into a teaching mode and that actually gives you patience. And, you know, I'll give you the example that like your child is doing something wrong. And instead of looking at it and being like, I can't believe they did this. I can't believe they did this wrong. You're like, okay, what, what, what am I, what are they supposed to learn here? You know, what, what are they, how can I, you know, 
discuss this with them or coach them so that they understand it and are like, oh, that makes sense. Or, oh, right. maybe I won't do that next time. Right. You know, and so when you start thinking of yourself of that way as a coach and say, uh, you know, my job is to teach this little being to be able to, you know, fend for themselves and yeah. to, to, to be able to do stuff, you really do. Then cre- it creates a little bit more patience. You know, I found that I, I, when I took that approach, I was getting less upset and less, um, less affected by situations. Yeah. yeah. So it was just, it, it really does help. Um, cause you know, especially when they're really little, it's like, they just may not know what they're doing. <laughs> they barely you know, know the words to describe I mean, what it, what it yeah, is. Yeah. I mean, when a child like spills something or breaks something or whatever, like they, they often don't even understand what they've done, especially when they're really little, Yeah, you know, and, um, we think that they do, but they don't. Number seven, um, and this is the, the most important one, have empathy. So when you're able to put yourself in somebody else's place and you see things from their eyes, you really do get a different perspective, which totally makes sense because you're seeing it from a different person's eyes. Sure. Get it? Yeah. Um, but, you know, <laughs> the example that I've given before is, you know, my daughter, when she was really little, couldn't find her shoes. Yeah. yeah. And you know, instead of me getting really, which I did the first time, but the second time I, instead of me getting really upset, you know, she's four years old and like, when we, what do you mean you can't find your shoes? Instead I said, Oh wow. I, you know, I could see that that's really upsetting to you. You know, is there anything I can do to help you find them or, you know, and, and when you put yourself in that person's shoes, <laughs> yeah, um, I get it. You, you literally have a totally different mindset about patience and your, and your patience, all of a sudden you get some and it's just, it's really interesting. And you can do that with your spouse. You can do that with your kids. You do it with anything. Empathy is just so, so powerful. Um, and it just, it, it makes you take a step back, you know, and, and I've had situations too, where, you know, it it could even be for somebody that you don't get along with. It Mm. doesn't mean that you still can't have the empathy. You just may not agree with them or, you know, you're like, wow, it's just that person is so mean or whatever, or just, I don't like the way they do X, Y, Z, but well, I guess I could see that from their perspective though, you know, and it sort of calms you down and it gives you that patience. So, so I like that. Um, so, you know, I think overall summing it up, um, you know, being more patient with your child is possible. You know, it just kind of takes some some mindfulness and some thought. Tuning. You got to work at it. Yeah. So I think if you just can remember these tips and, you know, like I said, it, it, it has worked for me and sort of whether it was forced <laughs> or practice, forced. you know, I mean, a lot of these things are practiced, you know, it's like thinking myself as a coach or, you know, doing, being empathetic, uh, meditation. I mean, these are all things that I had to proactively do because I knew that being more patient was something that was going to be very beneficial for me, not only just in the dealings with my kids, but actually for me physically, right. You know, it, it, me having lower heart rate and lower blood pressure is going to be good for my <laughs> sure, good yeah. for my health. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it's just something that we, you know, it, it can benefit all of us is by being more patient. Right. So, right. Alan, if anybody has any feedback, questions, concerns, want to do reviews, what should they do? They should be really patient and also email us at 
podcast at deucedads.com. Maybe hit us up on Twitter at deucedads, Facebook, deucedads.com. Uh, please go to YouTube and subscribe to the Dad University. There's a lot of great videos on deucedads and Dad University there. And if nothing else, please leave a subscription or some moment of silence, whatever you want to do, and then uh, some five star reviews on the iTunes. Apple Podcasts is now called um, Stitcher and wherever else you see us and leave a review and five star review and uh, subscribe to those channels. Awesome. Yeah. With that, anything else? That'll be it. All right. We will see you next time. See you next time.